Hey, everybody. Welcome to the next Four Transplants and Microphone podcast and a microphone podcast. Well, it's like I'm reading a teleprompter that went off, but it's not really true. Just, hey, glad to have you here for for wherever you're at. Hello, konnichiwa, hola, like to all of our audience. I'm glad to have you. Um, Around the room, we've got Russell Hughes. Want to introduce yourself, Russell? Hey, this is Russell Hughes. I already said that. (laughs) Hughes Realty Advisors, and yeah, we're we're having some Joe Biden teleprompting <laughs> issues with Brian right now. We'll, we'll clean that up post. Well, I won't steal Jack's thunder, so. Uh, Jack Tompkins. <laughs> <laughs> Pineapple Consulting Firm, helping your small business become data-driven. Sorry, Brandon, that was that Brandon's, was terrible. Brian, Brian's Brandon trying to eat. <laughs> Brandon is eating and talking. Day. I don't know why he was eating. Wow, while we're doing intros though. Professionalism has I was just it, gone. <laughs> my mouth. I was like, mm, well, the best part is he took it out whole and <laughs> set it back down in the dish. It's better than crunching in the microphone though. <laughs> Nobody else will be eating those chips. Oh, we're Lord. not even in the first two minutes of this episode. Oh, we're it's already all off the rails. over. That was all quick. over. Was uh, Brandon, Superior Data Solutions. Hey, you got your company name right there. Yeah, congratulations. That's a first. <laughs> and Brian Johnson, I own uh, Maine & Johnson. So we just to remind everybody, we are a podcast of four transplants who have moved, migrated, and or called Charlotte home in somewhat of the past. And uh, this is just kind of a podcast around letting other people know what to expect if you're considering moving to Charlotte or you recently did move to Charlotte in this wonderful place we call home. So, all right, guys. So what is uh, what's on tap today? So speaking of transplants moving here, today's gonna kind of be the guide to moving to Charlotte. We are not the answer for everything by any means, but we can barely get our own office. I, our yeah, own I think it's safe right. to say if there's a question, we aren't the answer. So. <laughs> yeah, right. Fact check us, please. But I figured we'd just go around, kind of share our experiences and what we've heard from other people. The whole checklist on on what to do here when you're moving here. We've talked moving truck, about transportation, where to live, and, and all that stuff. So anybody want to kick us off? How was your move down here? logistically and things like that well it's, it's charlotte's weird from the perspective what appears close on paper fact check yourself because like we stayed we when we first moved here we stayed in a lake house quote unquote a lake house in belmont turned out to be a slough for those of you not from the south this slough is a kind of offshoot of the lake and then I wound up putting a thousand miles on the rental car that week because it was nowhere close to Charlotte but you look at it on paper and you're like oh yeah it's Charlotte's over there and that's right there and it looks logical and the same thing we we moved here we landed in Ballantyne and we we're doing a lot of things uptown and um, I don't know what the hell the two jackasses to my left and right are doing, but I'm going to ignore them. It took a long time. There is actually the traffic. Right. <laughs> He's Brian's to the right. Jack's to the left. Jack has an excuse. He's 12. Brian, not so much. <laughs> I just got let out of the house for the first time. Yeah. No babysitter tonight. So, he's, he's so excited. <laughs> the parental control has been lifted off the cable. It's fantastic. Life is wide open for Jack. Figure out where you're going to live and then drive it. Because it appe- things are further than they appear in the mirror. I, I, I know it's the opposite, but that was our experience. Well, mine's pretty simple. I was relocated down here corporately, so my moving experience was I drove my car down, my stuff showed up, somebody else unpacked it, put it in the room it was supposed to go, and, and that was kind of it. So That is, by the way, the recommended way of doing it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I will say it was, it was probably the 
least stressful of all moves. And, and I've never really had a, a city to city move. It's always been kind of around town other than when you throw your stuff in your car in college and, and drove back home. Last year for Jack. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Went to college as an 11 year old, apparently. <laughs> Good for me. Doogie. <laughs> but uh, the, the, the other thing too, like when you think of the area, like you were talking, Russell, like for me, because I was a part of a corporate relocation, I had uh, a manufacturing plant offices and stuff that were in actually officially in Dallas, but we could, it was the Gastonia technology park. So it was there. And then I was always on a plane. So I needed to be somewhere that was somewhat proximal. So that's where Mount Holly wound up playing in. That was, that part was intentional when we got there and we were kind of doing the research and stuff like that. Just all the areas around Gastonia. I mean, even corporately, we did some of the research for people that were relocating down. It was sort of rumored that that area of Charlotte might grow in the next, you know, three to five years. And right. that's, yeah, that's Mount Holly's like right next to Belmont. So it's not convenient to all of Charlotte, but it's convenient to everything that was important to you. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, and literally I can't stress enough. Like for me, that, that traffic pattern was, I was going further away from everyone during rush hour. And I really only had to hop on 85 for an exit two exits top mm -hmm. so i wasn't fighting a lot of the charlotte traffic if i was trying to go to the airport right so it was it was strategic in that sense and then i mean kind of once you make a home it's like hey, i actually really enjoy that area and it's growing around me it's rather than me having to growing grow probably one of the most that. rapid growing places yeah in the suburban market of, of charlotte yeah and it's it awesome called, over there i heard it called mount hollywood the other day Mount Hollywood. Yeah, I like that. that was fun. Okay. There is a store called right. Mount Hollywood there. Oh, okay. Uh, right. Kind of between Trouse Brewing, plug for Trouse Brewing. Yeah, they're good. And uh, the Summit Beer Shop, Trump, you know, <laughs> for the Summit Beer Shop as well. So, uh, but We're not looking like, for sponsors at all, but um, it's a vintage if you guys clothing. So I, it's a good point. I'm glad you bring up the corporate move, too, because a lot of people do here. I think, well, at least I'll speak for myself. I moved down here for more, like, personal and fun rather than uh, job, but a lot of people move here because of their corporate job. So it's... That is a fairly common situation. Obviously, mm -hmm. if you're if you're moving here just by yourself, nobody, no corporations paying for it, you can still do the mover thing. And I would say, it's hard to find a moving company that won't take you. There are yep. like dozens and dozens because everybody's moving. Here. Well, Jack Jack threw his futon in the back of his uh, Honda. He have a futon. And, uh, <laughs> his lawn chair. chair. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> his beach chair. Well, I I mean to add to that too, and and if I, I was fortunate when you know we started the corporation started the process of identifying where the investment was going to be made, I was you know heavily involved in the dialogue around where that would happen in the due diligence and among the locations, you know Charlotte wound up. I'm sure there was some economic reasons, but a very attractive thing from the standpoint of, A, it's very accessible because the Charlotte Airport was already, we were already well aware of their investments they were going to make, and American Airlines having that as a regional hub. And then the second thing, that not even getting into your opinion on airlines, I'm just saying that that gave accessibility. But then the second big thing that I thought was interesting around it was just the the, the, the type of business we were in required a fairly high level of education for the R&D side, which was we had an R&D facility here and being near, you know, the, the you know, research triangle mm -hmm. that you've got, you, you have a high chance of successful recruiting where people don't have to really like up and move across the country. Yeah, you do or, wake. 
Yeah. UNC, NC State. Or we weren't trying to convince those people to move up to Toledo, mm -hmm. Ohio. Right. So. Yeah, no one wants to live in Toledo, Ohio. Okay, so the bullet point there is, to Russell's point also, like, get the feel for where you're going to live. And obviously we've talked about all the different neighborhoods and all the different surrounding cities and stuff. But and if you're going to do a corporate relocation, a Hughes Realty Advisors does that kind of stuff. <laughs> just just hey, saying. We're not looking for sponsors, Russell. <laughs> this episode is now brought to you by Hughes Realty Advisors. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> nice. But yeah, go go drive or go check it out. Check out the restaurants there. Mm -hmm. um, and it's it's worth doing a little bit of exploring. So I guess I guess that's one. Moving here. I don't know, Bren, you wanna add anything? Uh that yeah, I mean logistically, see coming from all the way across the country, things were a little bit more difficult. Like it, it wasn't a it's not for us it just wasn't a possibility to keep flying back over here mm -hmm. to go check housing and so it was kinda like we got here and then immediately had a short list of houses. We were doing the research ahead of time, got here, had a short list, and then did a drive-by on all the houses, not a little drive-by, just drove by the houses and said, you know what, these aren't... Uh, People from California with the swan yeah, came I, I up just and made half just of our randomly, audience cringe. Yeah, they, they show up, they're doing drive-bys. It's in Mooresville. <laughs> so we just kind of drove by the houses and they're like, eh, I don't, either the, wasn't the right neighborhood, just there's something... You know, if the driveway was, you know, at a 45 degree angle, yeah. you know, we just, we I immediately started scratching houses off just by that. And we got down to about 10 houses at a realtor day two and took us around, went and looked at all the houses. And that day we actually, because we did so much research ahead of time, the last house we looked at was in when we ended up buying. So that was a lot of legwork to do ahead of time, a lot of research ahead of time. And then... The actual moving part, because when we came out here, we had my wife's car, then I had my truck and a travel trailer, two dogs, two kids, and we weren't taking a lot with us, but... Two zebras, two giraffes, two... Well, what, what else did you load in the ark? <laughs> we, left, we left with an earthquake and... Brandon's middle name is Moses, by the way. For those Noah! Noah, excuse me. Whatever. Some biblical story, damn it. It was funny. Yeah, so we came down, and like I said, when we got here, I was I didn't really have an option of driving a vehicle, and to be honest, I didn't want to. So we went with pods. There was a couple different options. You can do pods. You can do like a U-Pack, which is a you basically buy space on a semi-truck, and you load it up, and they take it to the center, and then they either drop it off at your house, and then you have to unpack it. I didn't like that because it's four feet off the ground. The pods were flat. You just literally walk in, walk out. There's no walking up anything. A moving truck is the cheapest option, but you're driving a moving truck, depending on how far you're going. For me, the 3,000 miles. Are There's these thing called movers, too. Movers just are FYI. Yeah. Yeah, movers yeah. are not. I mean, that, that, that was our option. Yeah. That was the yeah. best way to. Yeah. I yeah, mean, all is, of us that relocated down got the same thing. Yeah, yeah. This was all, like I said, well, the biggest thing for me is I didn't have anywhere to put stuff when I. Didn't you buy a house? Hence pods. No, we, we literally showed up and looking for houses when we oh, got here. Yeah. So, our so you had pods inbound. Coming in, you yeah. coming in hot. Coming in hot. All right. So that so was that makes sense. So yeah. we got here. It so was, then they shipped to the Pods Central Depot. Yeah, and, and they sat there yep. for a month or a month and a half. And that way, because I didn't want to get a rental truck, get here, get a storage, mm -hmm. unload it, get a truck, load it back up, unload it at the house. 
I was well, We moved here in September, which you would think would be pretty warm, but moving from Southern California was a weird cold snap. So while we were waiting like four days for our truck to arrive, and there was some bizarre cold snap, and we hadn't had coats in forever. So we wound up like making a speed run to the Target because we're freezing. That's shocking. In September? Yeah. I guess maybe coming from there, but it's still like 60s. I mean, it was 80 yesterday. We're in October. I know. No, it's just some weird... I mean, the weird next time. week was right. fine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, next week, I was wearing shorts. There you go. It was weird. Now, for you guys, I don't know if it was any different, but for me, the big decision, because you're paying kind of to ship stuff across the country and convincing the significant other of it's cheaper to go buy stuff at the other end than mm. ship. Mm. For everything you put in that pod or you put in a moving truck or put in whatever, you have to make sure you really want it because they charge. Yeah. Like a moving company, I think, charges by the pound or charge it by, it's it's yep. by weight. So if you're bringing a sofa that you really are not in love with and has no... You can buy one on the other end for way cheaper. So we did. I, I, I was going to say that's a really good point because, I mean, even coming down from Ohio, it was like... As I was, you know, as the house was getting sold, it's like everything in it, whatever yep. you want. Yep. <laughs> I mean, just yeah. we'll add it to the offer. And then, you know, we, we brought stuff that we wanted. There was some stuff that, you know, wasn't negotiable. But still, I mean, you get down here and it's like exactly. Yeah. And when we move into the house, it had a whole bunch of furniture in it. Mm-hmm. We don't want to move it. Make us an offer. We had moved. We moved here. We had moved to, to New York and back two years prior. So we had purged going to New York, and we purged on the way back from New York because if it had sit in it, sat in the basement for a year, we're like, we don't need it. And then we lived in a 2,300-square-foot house in L.A., and we purged again, and then we moved to a 4,000-square-foot house here. We had whole sections of the house that were either storage or we jokingly would call the soccer pitch. Like the formal living room, dining room, there's nothing in there. And it was winter for the first time for our daughter. So we're like, cool, well, indoor soccer field. But, yeah, it's definitely perch. I'll yeah. say for, for the folks that are moving down here and renting, which is the situation that I was in, I was going from apartment in Connecticut to apartment down here. So I, I didn't come with a lot of stuff. I didn't need a moving truck. I, I have a very impractical car for moving. I could basically carry myself. And I took that and then my dad's truck. And then that was I was good to go. But... It was the same kind of process, Brandon, that you did of I came down here for a weekend, kind of just fly in, fly out type of thing. And I checked three or four different neighborhoods and probably one or two different apartments in each of those neighborhoods. And if you see one apartment in one neighborhood, the other 10 are going to be like 95% the same. Mm-hmm. So if you're doing that and you're renting an apartment, like just get a feel for the neighborhood first. Right. Pick an apartment mm-hmm. that makes sense. Like price is going to be obviously a huge factor, but difference between down the street a and up the street b like it's i don't know maybe 150 bucks a month depending on where you're mm-hmm. listening or well, where you're looking so an interesting evolution though that you're kind of going through right now because like if you're young i mean we we joke that jack's 12 but he's not obviously but he you just moved to south park <laughs> yep and so like there's there's kind of gradations of youth in, in charlotte there's like you know the noda south end crowd then like there's a lot of people that move up to the lake or to south park and then there's like the next circle out is like basically you have a family yeah right right well i was going to say too when you were kind of coming down looking at rentals i mean the the thought would always be like 
what are their rules on where I hang my electronic dartboard or right. when I have that oversized bottle opener that catches right. all the bottle caps so that <laughs> right. I can make a tree out of it. You know, where am I allowed to hang that or mount that on the wall? I, I mean, those are legitimate questions. No, right? I mean, yeah, yeah. Jack's indoor hammock. I mean, that was, that was a concern. That was a concern. <laughs> Goes with my banana costume. It's, a, it's the new a new futon, folks. <laughs> Look it up. No, but that's, that's, that's a good point because there are, there are those kind of spheres of, mm-hmm. of youth and or renting and like right in the city it's pretty much all renting you'll have some condos you can yeah. buy in townhomes and stuff a little bit further out you get a mix and then once you go i don't know outside of south park outside of like a 15 minute radius you're probably buying yeah there's significantly less renting yep. outside of that area yeah yeah and and honestly moving across country i really wish we could have rented first mm-hmm. oh, okay but so we did for a year yeah it just financially didn't really make sense because rent was stupid expensive compared yep. to just buying. I mean, it was like $400 a month more to rent than it was to buy. Yep. Yeah, it was cheaper to buy here for sure. So I was like, eh, I'm not going to spend an extra 400 bucks. Well, now I'm you can't sure. find a place to rent either. I mean, no. it's a house. Yeah, I mean, things you can't buy a house either. Yeah. Yeah, that was three years. Almost. It's like, I'll, I'll, I'll pay cash. I'll pay 50% over asking cash and I have an extra kidney. <laughs> uh, if anyone in the family needs one, it's, it's uh, an extra um, meet a third, or I'm just like... sorry, you've got outbid by a guy with a liver. <laughs> a whole liver? No, just <laughs> a big section. <laughs> He's a little weird looking. He's a now, weird looking now. <laughs> kind of yellow. <laughs> John <jaundice> humor <laughs> never gets old. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, I mean, besides the actual cost of moving, some of the things, too, if you're coming out here and coming from the city a lot of places out here don't have gas they don't have water they don't have sewage it's either septic well and they don't have gas at all it's either everything's all electric yeah so the majority of mooresville is like that it's we just happened to move in and it had all those things we had sewer you know city sewer water gas and electricity brandon's neighbors raise cows no, no, they don't. No. Turns out they're, it's frowned upon. Did you say race cows <laughs> or oh. raise? <laughs> Why choose? <laughs> Which is frowned upon. Anyway. Yeah, exactly. Well, no, I mean, racing cows is Rubin's racing. Yeah. I mean, that's Mooresville. If that's not a thing, I'm going to make it a thing. Yeah. So, <laughs> get rid of that boat and cow get a cow. Racing. So I, I, there's also one, I don't want to say this is a myth to dispel, but like when you come down to Charlotte, like there's a lot, like you, you can theoretically work and be in Charlotte and then like live in Fort Mill, yeah. mm-hmm. which is South Carolina. Right? Yep. And and the thing that I heard coming down was, oh, cost of living, everything's so much cheaper in South Carolina, taxes are better. And, and, and that's probably somewhat true. Now, the one that I... Real out, estate's more expensive though because of the lower taxes. It's weird. I can oh, see that. Yeah, okay. But is the, the price of gasoline, like at the station... Now. It used to be a lot cheaper, but unfortunately, they woke up one day and realized their <laughs> roads are garbage. Yeah. So this is the thing. So recently took a trip to Hilton Head. So on the drive back, it was like, oh, got to stop in South Carolina. I mean, that's just what I've been trained right. for five years to do. Stop in South Carolina right before the border. Filled up. It was like two ninety nine. I get back to Mount Holly. Two seventy. Closing time, open 
your whiskey or 